Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Patriots Football Podcast. I'm your host, Cage Davidson. Today, I'm joined by Patriots Force, also known as Dylan. What's up, man? What's going on? How you doing? Good, you? I'm doing well, doing well. So, um, I mean, what's going on in the Pats world right now? I mean, a couple of, a couple of small things are going on, but, you know. Yeah, they, they just signed um, Byron Hall the other day. I saw that. Classic receiver. We're in a 4 yeah, 2 eight. That was a pretty solid signing. I'm not going to lie. Like, a whole lot of people are kind of, like, discounting that signing. But, I mean, it wasn't that bad, honestly. Yeah, same. I liked him. Uh, I remember watching a couple of games a few years ago when he was with the Lions. Bad. It's kind of a depth signing, so which is always good. Yeah, I mean, he, he's that kind of guy. He'll come in and get, like, a 70-yard play for us once a game. So, yeah, I mean, definitely. even I mean, we kind of need that. If not, he can return kicks with Gunner. So that I mean, that'll be really good. Yeah, most definitely. Um, but yeah, some things that some things that we're gonna talk about in today's episode. We're gonna we're gonna hit on Bill Belichick's retirement and what the team's gonna be like after he leaves. We're gonna talk about <laughs> versus Mac Jones because you can't talk about the Patriots without without bringing up the quarterback situation. And then we're just gonna talk about just random Patriots happenings and just all that fun stuff. So let's, let's dive right into this. What's like, what do you think the team is going to be like after, after Bill is gone? Like, I mean, that's like a hard question to like answer, but like, what? Yeah, I don't, it's kind of hard to predict the future, but I feel as if either. Taking it. Yeah. Well, because I mean, yeah. it's gonna be weird. Like, because who's gonna coach? Yeah, that's a good question. I really don't know. Do you think Kraft would like keep somebody from the like who's coaching on the team right now and just move them up, like McDaniel's maybe? Uh, I could see that happening. Honestly, I could see yeah. McDaniel's coming to coach. I feel like he's the best option for him. Yeah, I mean, because. McDaniel's has been a head coach before, but it just hasn't it hasn't really worked anywhere else. But I think that it would work here if you know if we moved him to the to the head coaching spot. Yeah, it didn't really work out for him in Denver. He didn't really have anything going for him there. Uh, but it seems he knows what he's doing in the room because he came back and he knows the system pretty well. So yeah. and he's pretty he's got a pretty good offensive line, so I yeah. feel like he'd work out pretty good. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, heck, that that topic didn't last long. I thought that was gonna. I thought we were gonna drag that one out. All right. Okay. It's, it's kind of it's kind of hard to predict the future because you never really, know that's when Bill's gonna be gone. I saw that someone left that in a comment, and I was like, "Why not? That'll take us like we'll talk about that for twenty minutes." Nope. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that's kind of a hard one. Yeah, but like. This is the biggest thing, just the, the quarterbacks. Like, that's the that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when I go on Instagram, I see a lot of different opinions about the quarterback situation. Because, like, you know, people are saying, Cam, like, Cam's going to be the starter, but, like, at the same time, Mac Jones is, like, catching everyone's attention. And it's just – it's kind mm-hmm. of – it just makes people think, like, what's going to happen – yeah, it seems – I've seen a lot of people that think Cam will start at all. I've seen people that think just start the whole season. I've seen Mac takes over in week four. I've seen so many different opinions so far. Yeah, I, I really think that 
Ham will start the season, then he'll play maybe six games, and then Mac Jones is going to steal the show. Because I don't think – I really don't see Bill – I don't see Belichick, like, starting a rookie quarterback the whole way. Yeah. Like, it just – it just – I don't – it just seems kind of uncharacteristic of him. So – I think it – yeah, I think it all depends on Cam's play this year. If he starts on hot like he did last year and plays that whole way through the whole season – I don't see Max start until next year. No. I mean, that's – and that's not a bad thing because most of, like, the best quarterbacks, like, in the league right now, like, a good bit of them, they didn't start their first year. Like, Mahomes didn't start his first year. You know – Yeah. Eric, did, jo- Rodgers, did Josh Allen? I, uh, Josh – I don't think Josh Allen started the whole year. I think that he took over after a while, though. Yeah, and he did not have a, a good first two years either. No. Well – Josh yeah. Allen's Josh Allen's second year was like noticeably better than his first year, but his third, like his last year, and then this year were the years that like yeah feels like picked up like quite a bit. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, so I think it all depends on Cam's play this coming year. If he sucks, I could see Max starting week after the Bucks game most likely. But if Cam yeah. continues his hot play like last year, I don't see Max starting until next year. I really I'm don't bear, bear any injuries. I really don't want Cam to suck though. Like he's so athletic. Yeah, same. I want him to be good, but like I'm a I'm a huge Cam fan. I've I've loved watching Cam since he was in Auburn. I love Cam Newton, but like I'm a bigger Mac Jones fan, which like everyone knows that by now. Yeah. But you know, I, I like both. Like I want to see Cam succeed. I'm just saying, like Cam is not the future of this team. Mac Jones is. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I like, think some people don't notice that. I feel like people think this is Cam's team and Cam's going to start for the next five years, which is not going to happen. I see Cam leaving after this year, most likely. Yeah, like most certainly. But uh, what happens to Cam after this year? Does he does he retire, maybe? I don't know. Though, in all honesty, I kind of could see him coming back and taking over like the Brian Hoyer role, kind of, as yeah. being a mentor. But I don't know if he if he could accept doing that. I really want to see Cam spend his last couple of years with the football team. Like, I'm not gonna lie. In Washington? Yeah. I, I mean, I just he just fits there. It seems like. Yeah, they they got an interesting quarterback situation going on too. They just got Fitz. I love Fitz so much. I wish that the Patriots would have gotten him. Like, <laughs> I love Fitz. he's Fitz is epic. Yeah. He's, he's, a, he's a hot or cold quarterback. He'll either be really hot or he's really cold. He's, that's the no thing. He's so, like, it's it, there's no in-between with Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's either really good or he's really bad. Yeah, definitely. There's, there's absolutely no in-between. That's the th- that's the thing with Mac Jones. I've I'm this is my this is my bold prediction with Mac Jones. Mac Jones is either going to be a bust or he's going to be a Hall of Famer. There's no in-between. One or the other is going to happen. That's a pretty bold take you got. That's a very bold take. <laughs> We're going to win a Super Bowl within the next five years with Mac. But I'm, just go ahead and write it down. All right. I'll pencil that one down. We're coming back. That's, we're coming back. <laughs> it's better than all the Stidham. It's, it's better than all the Stidham. Yeah, it's definitely. You know, he's, Stidham's getting cut or he's getting traded. One of the two is going to happen. I hope he gets traded. I've had enough of it. In all honesty, I've had enough of it. We need to get something out of it. Yeah. Well, if he keeps, I heard he did pretty good the other day in camp. 
when yeah, uh, Cam when, went down. Yeah. So maybe that could help his trade stock or something. The the thing is with Stidham, like he, I mean, he was doing, he was hot in camp last year, and then yes, I remember the hype was real with him last year. And then, like, I mean, the hype of like there was so much Jarrett Stidham hype, it wasn't even funny. And then we come out week one or like towards the end of the off season, the Pat signed yeah. camp, and they. Started I think it was like one. July. Yeah. It was it super was, late was, off season. Yeah, it was very much July. And I'm just like, okay. If we're signing Cam Newton this late in the offseason, there's something that, like, there's something about Jared Stidham that, like, we should definitely, like, monitor. Definitely. Yeah, because like, I remember Jared reading the reports something. Jared Stidham must be so bad that we have to bring in <laughs> just any other quarterback. Sure. Now, yeah, I remember reading the reports last year about how hot he was doing in camp and how he's expected to be the week one starter and all this. And then late yeah. July, you see Cam coming. That kind of raises the red flag. Like, is he really doing this well? Or are these reports actually real? And what's going on? Yeah. Well, me and me and Pat's discussed, we hit on this on the, on the last episode, and we were talking about how, like, with the Chiefs game this, this past season when Cam had COVID, I, I really think that we wouldn't have lost. We would have won, or we wouldn't have lost as bad if Stidham started. Because I'll I'll give Jared, I'll I'll give Jarrett Stidham credit for this. It, he when he came in, the team there was promise in the offense. Like it looked like we were going to do something. Yes, I I hundred ten percent agree with that. Too. That was that was the that was the game that was going to save Jarrett Stidham, and it did not because we were in the game the whole time, and then Jarrett Stidham threw. I mean. I mean, this the pick six was off of Edelman's hands, and then Jarrett Stidham threw another pick, like, really late in the game. Yeah, the score does not tell how close that game was. Because yeah. I remember end of the, end of the we first were, half, Brian Hart took a sack when we were through the words. He called timeout. He was trying to call timeout. Yeah. That was, uh, that was That was the worst. That was so – that was terrible. <sighs> Man. Anyway, that's like that's like – Tom Brady pretending it acting he thought it was fourth down and then yes out. that's like the exact the Patriots I saw you I it's like owned up to that one oh yeah he yeah he was on the TikTok and he was yeah like, he was like I thought it was second to last chance Chicago yeah that, that was kind of funny but the thing it like the quarterback like quarterback is such a weird position right now. And like we know what the future holds with it, but like at the same time we don't because this coming this Definitely. like upcoming yes. season, this upcoming season is the future technically, and like we just don't know. Yeah, I think it's because we don't really know what we have in that yet. I think that's the issue. If I'm Bill Belichick, I start Cam week one anyway, and then we'll just I mean we just see how it goes from there. But I'm not I'm not Bill Belichick, so yeah, but, it seems as if it's obviously a no-brainer that Cam start. Like Cam's going to be the starting quarterback because he's the veteran. I mean, he's been. You know what I mean? That's yeah. And like, if Mac Jones starts Week One, there's something like Cam is like. I'm the, is either I'm, hurt or something's I'm, going on. I'm using this phrase the wrong way, but if Mac Jones starts Week One, Cam Newton is down bad. Yeah, I, I see what you mean with that one. Yeah. There's something so bad about Cam Newton if Mac Jones starts week one. I'm not 
Mac Jones just might, Mac might be better. I'm just saying, like, we need to monitor Cam Newton if Mac the week one starter as a rookie. Yeah, it could just be Mac Jones outplays him in camp in the fall as well. Because I think we are going to have – we're having a preseason this year, so we actually get to see, you know, we get to see what Mac Jones can do in a game situation. Yeah, that would have been nice to have last year when we had to Yeah, but the thing is, like, all, like, Cam Newton's going to go off in the preseason games, and then when it comes time to actually play, he's he's not – yeah, we're gonna have no clue. I saw a couple reports the other day um, when Josh had when Josh McDaniels had his his press conferences after practice or before. He's talking about Cam and how he's had a lot of understanding of the offense and stuff like that. That stuff's always that, encouraging to, to hear and see. That clip is actually gonna be like that. That that clip is gonna be the intro to this. Like I'm gonna edit the clip in to be a part of the intro to this. So like, oh, that's perfect. <laughs> I'm glad that you brought that up. That's that's perfect. That's perfect. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, it does. It's it's kind of it's good to hear that that you know Cam's and like Cam has a different grasp of the offense. Which I mean, that's there's only one excuse that Cam has: the fact that you know he came in during July. That's the only that's the only excuse he has. Yeah. That and he also had COVID. Like I those- yeah. Gosh, COVID screwed him up like big time because he was playing big time. We Mentally. Were, we were we were two and one. Yeah, and, and we, we should have won that Seattle game too. Uh, we, so we should have went into the Chiefs game three and zero. Oh. If Jared Stidham starts that game, there's a very high chance that we're four and zero. Oh. If not, we're the we're the best three and one team in the NFL. Yes. And then Cam Newton comes back. We beat Oakland or Las Vegas. I'm sorry. No, we, we played Las Vegas before, I thought. And then we should have beat Denver. We should have. We, I, had, we, played, we played Denver after the Raiders, right? So we played – who was week one? Week one, we beat Miami. Week two, yeah. we lost to Seattle. And week then we, three, we played the Raiders. Yeah. And then we played the Chiefs. Cam got sick. Then we played the Broncos. We, yeah. So we should be – we should have been – we should have. We could have at least go right out of the game. Four and one. Yeah. Four, four and one, five and zero. Around there. What? That's, then that's that's if Cam would have been fine with no COVID. Yeah. Gosh, man, that would man. What could have been? Yeah. True. I had so I had such high hopes throughout that whole season to make the playoffs. Like I knew I, we were going to make it. After the Denver game, I knew that we were in for a long ride for the rest of the season on offense because. Our, yeah, definitely. Jake Bailey and Nick Folk were the MVPs of this year. <laughs> this year's Pats team. Like, yeah, Nick Folk single-handedly beat Arizona. Like, I didn't think we were going to beat them at all. Me either. Once Cam to that picked the end of the game, I thought it was over. Hey, I'll give credit to Cam Newton for, like, very much selling the flop when Isaiah Simmons hit him out of bounds. Like, Yeah, he did get him in the head, though. Cam threw himself into the bench. Like, it was – Yeah. I mean, if Cam wouldn't have sold it like that, I doubt that they would have threw the flag. We, would have, we wouldn't have gotten those extra 15 yards. Yeah, and I think it all depends on where you got for refs. They're either really th- – because if you get – there's a lot of refs out there that if you can get touched at the quarterback position they had to throw a flag, some of them don't care. Yeah. The thing is, though, that was like – 
Josh McDaniels' play calling with Cam Newton this year was terrible. It was, it was yeah, I, definitely. I think it's because they never had a weapon. It's always been Tom. He just didn't know what to do. He was like, "Oh, he can run." Yeah, definitely. I think they finally figured it out. Yeah, I mean, I'll say this much: that play where Cam Newton ran and he got hit out of bounds by Isaiah Simmons—that was third and fourteen. Like, who <laughs> runs? A, who runs a naked boot? Or it? It? No, it was a naked boot. I think. Yeah. Who? Runs I think a it was. Boot? Yeah, who runs a boot with a quarterback on third and fourteen? Like who? Who does that? Josh did, Daniels. Did the did the Falcons even do that with Vic? Like, I've never seen the Falcons. Yeah, a, a designated QB run on third and fourteen. Yeah, I don't I know mean, what we, they were thinking. Well, Cam wasn't even throwing the ball that game either. The the thing is, all right, Cam Newton this year. Cam Newton running was it wasn't it didn't look nowhere near as fast as it has in the past, but like my man was striding. Like I mean, oh definitely, he was, he was especially like, the last game of the season. Yeah, he had that, like seventy yard run against the, the Jets. I'm like, and it didn't it didn't even look that fast. He's just he's just he's so big and he just strides. It's yeah. I mean, but well, I think the the start of the season he was gassed. He didn't he didn't have his legs under him when we played Miami and Seattle. Because he yeah. just started the season late, so I think that also played a factor into his first couple of games. Then he got yeah. COVID, which slowed him down again. We had so much promise with Cam Newton throwing the ball, even because he almost threw he almost threw for four hundred yards in the Seattle game. Man, that game was crazy. If, I had so much hope after that game, even after the loss. And if Cam Newton didn't throw that one pick, we would have gone down and won that game because Seattle was not stopping us at all. Like they weren't. No. And I don't. If Nikhil would have just rolled to the other side when he threw that that pass to him, and there yeah. was like ten seconds left, we would have won. Yeah. And like fifteen yard line, and there's a slant to Elman, and it went right through his hands. It was like, like two inches too high. Gosh, and I was like, that was the game, right? Yeah, that was that, I said, I was like, oh man, and then. Cam Newton threw a ball to Edelman, and I thought that he had scored, but he fell at the one yard. He got tackled. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, ooh. And then there's, like, two seconds left, and then we run a quarter – we run QB power with Cam. And I was like, ugh, ugh. It worked all game, too. I knew we weren't getting in either. I said, I said, we're not we're not scoring right here. <laughs> yeah, because Cam got early, on it twice, and he threw a touchdown on it to uh, early Jack that, Johnson. Yeah, that, that's what I was thinking. I was like, that earlier that game – Cam, we ran that play where Cam Newton looked like Cam Newton kind of dropped back, and then he ran like he was gonna run it in, and he threw the pat, he threw the ball to Jakob Johnson. I was like, why didn't we do that? That was gonna work. Yeah, it would have worked. I mean, I don't. I would have threw it to Jakob Johnson again. I wouldn't have put in anyone else to do it because Ryan Izzo probably would have dropped it. <laughs> yeah, oh, I would know. Ryan, Ryan Izzo, I'm telling you. That man was just oh. – I was, he, was he was a frustrating tight end to watch. I think the whole fan base was, like, full of relief when they heard he was traded. Yes. No, but the – It was like a celebration. First game of the year, though, because, like, everyone was – everyone hated on Ryan Izzo the year before. And anyway, and so the first game of the year versus Miami, we run, like, Cam – it's like a play-action pass, and Cam throws it to Ryan Izzo, and Izzo gets, like, 20 yards. And I was like, yes, it's a big year for Izzo. <laughs> Yeah, it was for twenty five. It was not. Yeah, our our tight end situation has not been good the past two years. It, 
it is it is it is very much fixed now. We have like two yeah. better tight game. I saw a, st- a stat the other day about um, the total uh, attempts to pass to the, a tight end in oh, the last we were like season. A- we're at the bottom. We averaged like two. We are at the bottom. I really I think. I feel like we could have like. Our best tight end was Devin Asiasi. If we would have gotten him involved more, we would have been fine because he wasn't that bad. Like no, he really wasn't. So we have John U. Smith, Hunter Henry, then Devin Asiasi. So I mean, I mean, I think we're chilling at the tight end position now. Yeah, they also have Matt Lacoste, which is going back, but I wouldn't be surprised if he's cut. Oh yeah, he's definitely going to get cut. I think. I mean, there's maybe <laughs> unless the Pats want four tight ends. Yeah, I don't see that happening. No. I also know. I could see them moving um, Donkey to like a fullback. Yeah. Yeah. Tight end kind of thing. He's striked. He has a fullback posture. You know what I mean? No, yeah. I know exactly what you mean. He just he just right. gives off fullback vibes. He reminds me of, uh, oh, what's his name? Kyle Uzcheck. Yes, that's exactly who it is. Right there. Kyle Uzcheck. He, Dalton King didn't he go to like Boston College? He he went to Virginia Tech, I think. He he's not he's not from like any big school, is he? No. That's he, what I thought. Yeah, he went to. Okay, we had we had some tight end from Boston College, didn't somebody? It was Jake Burt. That's who it was. Jake Burt. Yeah. Jake Burt. He's in CFL now. First oh, overall man. pick. Rip Jake Burt. This is, yeah, it's a first overall pick. Well, good for him. Yeah. All right, so this is the, mo- the most anticipated game of the year. You kind of brought it up earlier. Tampa Bay versus New England. Tampa Bay at New England. What? Gosh, are we going to get our brains beat in? Or are we going to, like, are we going to take this? I, I honestly think we're going to take it. I really do. That's, the th- that's what I'm saying. Everybody's like, Tom Brady's going to come in here and kill us. But the- think about it. Bill Belichick has been with Tom for 20 years. I- Bill knows how to get under Tom's attention as far as football. They, bo- they both do. It's going to be a, a battle towards the end. That's how that's what I see it. I hope it's like 50 to 45 or something. I hope it's such a high-scoring <laughs> game. I mean, um, that's kind of a stretch saying that our offense will score 45 points. But, you know, I think we can do it this year with all the new just – a completely revamped offense. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind if we win thirty-five to ten and Brady throws three picks. I, no, not either. I mean, some New England fans are going to be salty about it. Like this game is going to filter out the the fake Pats fans. Yeah, yeah, the ones that are Tom Brady fans and the ones that are real Patriots. It's gonna it's gonna separate the real Patriots fans from the Tom Brady fans. Yes. And I'm like Definitely. I'm a Patriots fan through and through, but I'm also a Brady fan, but like I'm putting my I'm putting my Brady like fanboyness aside for this one game. Yeah, like I was happy to see him win the, the chip last year, but it's also like bittersweet at the same time. Oh, oh yeah, like I didn't I did not want Mahomes to I did not want the Chiefs to beat him. Most yeah, same. like no disrespect, but Mahomes' girl is just like gosh, just so annoying. Like, Bro, his brother like, I I'm can't sorry. stand his brother. I'm sorry. Like I don't mean to hate on anyone's family because this is a this is a family friendly, you know, this is you know, a fun podcast. But I, I can't I can't refrain from saying this. It's just they're both annoying and like 
she posts all the videos on like her Instagram and stuff. And like, I'm just like, you, you know, nothing about football. Like, yeah. That's, that's the worst about, part. She was kind of, yeah. She was kind of yapping about the Bucks and all that in time before the Super Bowl, and I'm just like, you have no idea like what your <laughs> you have no idea what your man is walking into. He's about I hate to when I, he's about to yeah. play Brady, dude. I'm like, just calm yourself. I hate when I go on NFL Twitter and I just see these dumb hot takes about Mahomes being on Brady's level. It's like you. You obviously oh, no. don't watch any football at all. You have no what you're this, about. This, this Super Bowl did it in for him. If, if Mahomes would have beaten Brady in this Super Bowl, the conversation could be enhanced a little bit more. But now that Mahomes has lost to Brady, no, it's just it's over with. Yeah, it's, 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 it should have never been to start with the beginning. Now, make no mistake, Mahomes is going to be good unless, like, something just absolutely terrible happens to him, which, like, knock on wood, knock on wood, because I like watching him. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think he's a good person, and he's a great football player. So, you know, he'll definitely win. I don't see him pulling a Russell Wilson and, like, never going back, never going back to the Super Bowl after this. Uh, I definitely see him going back. I see him taking maybe – he might be a three-time, four-time winner because, like, I the, can Chiefs, see the Chiefs are always, like, they're going to be in it for a while. Like they're gonna be, they're gonna be a team to like. They're gonna be the team to beat for a long time. Yeah, I think it all depends on their defense too. They don't oh, have a really tough secondary. Yep. They and the Chiefs. I mean, they completely revamped their O line after the Super Bowl too. So oh, like they're, yeah. They're, they're uh, a big time. A lot better on offense now. I thought they were gonna get worse after they released um Swartz and other guys. Then they picked up Orlando Brown and Joe Tooney. Like, you just upgraded your home line three times better than it was last year. And, I mean, I really thought, like, the Chiefs were in, like, the Chiefs. I saw, like, reports and rumors going around saying, like, the Chiefs were kind of in the contest for Julio. And I was like, if the Chiefs yeah. get Joe Jones, it is over with. Like, Yeah, I saw a tweet today from um, Peter Schrager. He yeah. said the Chiefs were never in it at all, which was kind of relating to here. It was just kind of rumors going around. Yeah. That's what I thought. The Titans got to know, and we have to play. Yeah. Like, Their defense is ass, though. That's facts. Like, we couldn't stop yeah. Derrick though, in the playoff game a couple years oh ago. Oh, my God. I was and at so, that game, actually. And so now they have Julio and A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown is good. And then Ryan Tannehill. Oh. Bro, I wish we would have drafted A.J. Brown. That's still we, awesome to this day. We could have had DK Metcalf, but no. We could have had AJ Brown, DK Metcalf, just one of the two. Yeah, I think I would have took AJ just because of his fanboyness for the Patriots. And he's so good. He would be more he would be more happy about playing here than DK would. I mean Oh yeah. I mean I mean they're NFL players getting drafted. So I mean they're obviously gonna be happy about it, but I'm like I'm saying that AJ would definitely be more happy than DK would, if that makes sense. Yes, I know exactly what you mean. And I think AJ would have been a better overall player for the Patriots just because of the way you would have fit the system. Yeah. I definitely. feel like like oh, someone someone commented on my like one of my posts earlier today. I posted something. It was like it was like a closer look at Marvin Hall or whatever, and I threw some highlights and someone was like well, I mean, at least we got Nikhil Harry, and he's basically Julio. And I'm like, nope, <laughs> he's not basically Julio. Said you're wrong. Almost, uh, almost, 
almost pinned it, and I was like, no, he's he's not. <laughs> That's funny. Nikhil Harry had so much potential, though. Like, he, I thought he was going to be, like, when we drafted him and, like, they they played all the highlights, I was like, this dude's going to be good. He's going to catch all by so He's going to catch everything. He played really good in the preseason, too. He played yeah. good in the preseason. Then he got hurt. And that's, probably I'm gonna, that's probably what yeah. should I'm giving him one more season. One more that, that he's done. If, if Nikhil Harry doesn't live up to the expectation, I don't even care if he goes under 1,000. If he just has more than 700, then I'm chilling. Yeah, I'm at the point now where if he gets at least 500, then I'm good. Yeah, well, just slot receiver. No, not <laughs> slot receiver. We just need to – more... We didn't use him for his strengths until, like, week 10, and then he made some good contested catches against the – He made a nice catch against the Rams. He had, he, he had one, like, in traffic over the middle, and then he had one on the sideline, and those were his only two catches that game, I think. Yeah, those are, that's what, he was, that's what he's, he's supposed but, to but the, for. But the thing is, if we use him for his strengths and he can get us out of, like, situ- – like, if we're backed up at the five and we have to throw we – to, we have to complete a pass or something, or if it's third and ten, we have to complete a pass, and we throw it up to him like that, and he's consistently coming down with contested balls, then – like, go for it. Like, I don't care if he has 400 yards. If he can do that when we need him to do it, then by all means then, let's keep him. But he just hasn't shown that he can do that. Yeah, I, mean, I think there's a lot of pressure on him too last year. He, he has shown that he can do it. It's just, like, he just hasn't been consistent with it. Yes, definitely. He's not it's, as crisp of a route runner as, say, Jacoby Myers. No. I hope he works on it this offseason. Yeah. I, do. I feel like he had a lot of pressure going on to him last year, too, because he was pretty much the normal wide receiver going into the season, besides Edelman. Yep. And, uh, Edelman and he didn't play the – Yes, he could have. And Nikhil never played uh, his first rookie season until like week 11. Yeah. Because he was on IR. Because that, that one game with Julio – I mean that one. That one game with him, he had like under an eighty yards received against Seattle. Yeah. He was cooking. He was cooking yeah. Boy, he's, he's cooking. Yeah, he was. He was absolutely cooking the mess out of Blitz Boy, and I, it was making me so happy. Came through some nasty dots I gave too. Yeah. You now, feel like the past gonna pick up another receiver? Maybe. Maybe, maybe not. I want to sign Larry Fitz, like, on, for real. Yeah. Like, Larry Fitz maybe has – Larry Fitzgerald maybe has one or two more years in him. I'll say one. And I just – I kind of want him for this last year. I mean, that's – Hall of Famer, he's a legend, man. Just Let's just let's just do it. I mean he – He definitely made a big um, veteran presence to offer, for sure. Oh, 100%. I mean, he would definitely help out the culture. That's already there in the locker room. Yeah. Like, he'd be bought in in a hurry. I wouldn't mind if we traded for Odell or Cubs. I forgot about Odell. Actually, wow. I want Brandon Cooks back. I'm sad we got rid of him. I love Brandon Cooks. He is the most underrated receiver in the NFL. Most underrated. That is a fact. That is my bold statement. Most underrated receiver in the NFL. 
the thing is, I wish that we would have kept him that one more year because he left after we lost that Super Bowl to the Eagles, and then we played them the very next year in Super Bowl 53, and we beat them. So if Cooks, yeah. was, if Cooks was on our team, he could have gotten that ring. And I just – I want to see Cooks with a ring so bad because he's, he's – like you said, he's a good receiver, and he just doesn't get enough. Me too. Yeah, so, he's been moved around so much. And that's, and that's like – I don't – I feel bad that he has been. You know, I feel like he should have. Yeah. Been, I feel like he should have been a long tenured receiver, like Odell had, uh, Odell was for the Giants, and like he's going to yeah. be for the Browns, like, or no, he's not. Odell, I'm, I have, I'm lost. I'm just, I'm starting. I'm rambling. You know, um, what I mean? Cooks, yeah, Cooks definitely loved playing New England. I remember a few months ago. Like, you know what I mean? Odell is not. Odell's not getting moved every year, pretty much like Cooks is. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah, Cooks has been moved so many times. I remember a couple months ago, Cooks was like, if it's too hard for you, then that must mean you don't like to work hard. And that was about um, for the playing for the check. Yeah. And I was like, man, what I do to have you back, man? I'm like, Cooks, just come home. Just come home. He's on the Texans, so we could never know. Bill and Nick can make him. The Texans are such a – they're in just such disarray, right? I forgot that they came. Oh, that's such a bad franchise. The Texans, like, not, the, Texans like, the team's not bad. Yeah, I don't even know what to think about the Texans. So, I don't even know what's going to happen to Deshaun. Deshaun's not playing football this year. That's a fact. You don't think Deshaun? so? Watson would have been traded by now in, if those allegations didn't come out. And that's what sucks because oh, yeah. I, I want to say that I want to say that he's innocent. But, like, at the same time, you know, I don't know all the facts. But, yeah, again, same here. like, I mean, the accuser times this perfectly because all the stuff going around with him right now, like about him not wanting to play there, him wanting to get traded. And then she's like, okay, let's make matters worse and let's go. <laughs> Let's get some clout and money. And then she was like, uh, yeah, he was touching me and all that stuff. And I'm just like, come on now. You you go – Deshaun's already – Deshaun's already like dad. Are you going to make him down even worse? Was he have 20 on 20 cases? God, he had a – I mean, a lot of stuff. Like, he's, he's just – he was not in a good place. Yeah, the person wanted a settlement and he refused it. And I was like, I mean, looking back, if I'm Deshaun Watson, I'd have just taken, I'd have just, I'd have just went with the settlement. I think he didn't take it because he he feels as if he feels as if he's actually guilty. You know what I mean? It's like a massage. It was like a massage lady too, and I'm like, that just adds that just adds on top of. Of course, it's a massage. Yeah. Ever heard about that? All I could think of was um, Robert Kraft. Ugh, Robert. Uh, <laughs> Robert was just wanting to, Robert was just trying to have some fun. Quit judging. Them. Yeah. No, he has probably he had his 80th birthday yesterday. Probably. You know that you know that girl was trying to get after Kraft. You know she started it. Yeah, definitely. For real. <laughs> Kraft's a real she started it. That's what they do to you. The girl like cause Deshaun Watson's a he's a celebrity. He's a he's a He's a top ten NFL quarterback. You really think that he's going to start it with the masseuse? I think <laughs> the yeah. masseuse stuff. That's what's happening. Yeah, I feel like that's what the issue is. Alrighty, so that's the quarterback deal, and we went from talking about the quarterbacks to Deshaun Watson and Robert Kraft. 
with uh, the, 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 the masseuses. So what are just some random Patriots topics that you want to hit on real quick? Uh, where, who do you think's going to break out this year? Breakout players. Also breakout players. Oh, word. Uh, Who are you feeling? My man, Jacoby, my man Jacoby Myers is going to take a step forward. A bigger step forward than last year, you feel? A step forward. Jacoby Myers might break 1,000 yards this year. I want him to so bad. I can see it. If not, sure. then – If not, then, like, my man Josh Uche is going to – that's gonna, that's how that's my breakout player this year, Josh Uche. Yep, I like my I defensive breakout player. My defensive breakout player is gonna be Winno. He's gonna he's gonna be top five in sacks this year. Yep, well, that's gonna be such the, the defensive line's gonna be so good this year. Like, it's gonna be so underrated. Breakout player last year was uh, Jake Bay. Yeah, he broke out good too. Jake Bailey, if you some if Mister Mister Jake Bailey, if you somehow come across this podcast, just know that me and the entire Patriots fan base, we all love you very much. Just, just <laughs> that, yes, very true. We love you. It's not you. Uh, I mean, we're mad at the team. We're... I think my offensive breakout player this year would probably be Damian Harris. I was thinking that. I was thinking Damian Harris. Damian Harris, I don't think he didn't start play. He started playing, playing the the Chiefs game. That was like his first real game. Uh, yeah, because he because was last year, not last season, but the season before. Was that his rookie season? Yeah, and he didn't. He didn't play. And he shirted. He much. played a little bit. Not really. He didn't play a lot though. I think he saw somewhere he had like four carries. Yeah. I want to – he'll definitely – I think he'll definitely be a top running back in the league. He showed so much promise this year. Yeah. Like, especially against the Ravens, too. Like, that was – the Ravens was oh, – yeah. He had a good game against the Chiefs. I think he breaks yeah. over 1,200 yards this year. All right. All right. How many tutties? 12. I'm going to go with eight. Eight? All right, so – in the 8 to 12 range. That's what I'm rolling with. Okay. So, besides the Patriots versus Buccaneers game, what is the most anticipated game of the year? What's the game that we're all supposed to be hyped about? That's not oh. thoughts. I didn't underrate the Pats and Panthers. I have not seen that one talked about at all. Right, because Cam Newton, Cam Newton's coming home for revenge, and Sam yes. Donald's going and Sam Darnold's going to see the ghosts again, and it's going to be epic. Yeah, I think that's an underrated, underrated game. But I think if you want to watch one that's full of excitement, I think you might want to watch, besides the Bucks game, possibly the, the Bills. That's going to be an exciting matchup. We're definitely we're, – we're losing to the Bills once this year, and then we're going to beat them. We're going to beat them once this year. The, I can see it. The, okay. My most anticipated Patriots game, and it's not really, it's not really a anticipated game, really, but it's my anticipated game because I'm going to it. Is the Patriots <laughs> Falcons, and I'm I'm really hyped about it because I got 45 yard line seats, and it's going to be very epic. And I'm on the Patriots side of the field too, which is which is going to be awesome. Yeah, I'm trying to find a game to go to this year. I might go gonna, to. Uh, 
their away game. If y'all see a red, if y'all see a redhead dude on TV holding up a massive twenty-eight to three poster, that's gonna that's me. <laughs> that's gonna be me. I'm gonna bring a twenty-eight to three poster, and every time we score, I'm gonna hold it up. Or if it's halftime, we're down by a lot. I'm gonna hold it up. But I mean, I don't see us losing that game. No, I don't at all. That game's in Atlanta, right? It yeah. isn't. Yeah. 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 What's gonna What's gonna be cool is watching Kyle Pitts. That's gonna be really cool. Yeah. Because Kyle Pitts is gonna be a stud. But that's a topic. That's a conversation for another day. Because he's yeah, not. Yeah. He's not on the Patriots, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I honestly. Watching him at Florida, I forgot he played tight end. I forgot that he was a tight end because they were like Kyle Pitts, tight end, Florida. I'm like, he's a tight end. <laughs> he looks like a receiver. yeah. I saw us. He I'm does. Like, he's got the receiver thing. He's yeah. not like a thick dude. He's kind of lean. I guess so. We get this guy. Yep. Well, uh, I mean, anything else you want to hit on before we close uh, this episode? We're kind of we're running on. We're running on a little while. I mean, kind of longer than what I wanted to, but it's not that big a deal because the content is 100% there. But what else do you want to hit on real quick? I think that's just about it. I feel like we've hit a good amount of topics. Yeah, we've definitely, we, we definitely discussed what we've needed to discuss. Yeah, definitely. All right, my man. I appreciate you coming on with me. Uh, I enjoyed it very much. Um you know, if you ever want to do this again, just, you know, holler at me. Uh, Dylan, I appreciate you, boss. Thank you. Everybody go give him a follow at Pat's Force. Pat, it's Patriots.Force on Instagram. It's Just type that in. You'll find him there. Um, so go give him a follow. Go show him some support. Um, episode three will be coming out soon, sooner or later, probably later. But anyway, this has been the Patriots Football Podcast. Thanks for listening to episode two. See you guys later.